Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Davide Baranchini, welcome back to the show. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm killing him. <laughs> and I'm uh, <laughs> usually in a very comfortable position, so. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. You're always, always kind enough to introduce me very dignifiedly. I appreciate it. Um, oh. Well, you're a dignified man, and I love you. And- yeah, I'm very grateful we get to have this time I try. together every two weeks. It is. It is. It is. We have three sleeping dogs next to yeah. us, so hopefully. It's like a white noise. It's like, <laughs> like a little. That was my, you know, one of those machine you order like on. Yeah, we got one for the baby. The famous. Uh, we got one for the baby. The famous uh, platform. Amazon. <laughs> E-commerce. <laughs> where people buy Amazon products. sponsor us. Okay. We got a lot. You know what's cute now is we just, we constantly get messages. It's nice. Like, it's not like it's nice. a call to action from us to say, oh, hey. And, and and I honestly like to see, I think I said this already a couple of times. I love to see how our audience is evolving and mm-hmm. You know, we started from like, oh, I'm moving to college. Do I drop him or not? And now it's like, I'm married yeah, with really kids and like, it's moving or I'm, I'm glad. Thank you for, for yeah, trusting us. You. Life update on our end. Um, I have nine and a half weeks to go until our baby comes. And you are doing a fantastic job. I would like to say you are... You're really a bomb. You're really, you're really doing an incredible job. I mean, extremely impressed. I you. really appreciate that. I have a feeling we are at the top of the roller coaster, and yeah. everything is about to go downhill from here. Yeah, I, I, I think, <laughs> I think in general with our life, I, I feel that every year or so we cyclically have like a moment where everything just happens. All together. It's and, just and, all happening. But and my energy and my ability to kill it and do these workouts and stuff is, I mean, it's getting hard for me to walk. Well, it's not only the, the workout, but I think the way you are really approaching pregnancy and, and fully working all day, I'm impressed. I wanted to just, I, I don't want to brag. Why does everybody keep talking about how big I that's very rude. Even tonight. I think you're glowing. I think you are. But even tonight, my, my brother was like, are you sure there's not two babies in there? And then I, his I wife think, was like, yeah, the baby's only three pounds. I mean. I think you're never, I think uh, you've never been this beautiful. So on top of the fact that I think you're doing an incredible job. I do at this point. You are. You really are, you look f- incredible. feel large and in charge. You're a fully pregnant. 
Yeah, it's it just like my I'm, my stomach is forty four inches around. There is nothing more beautiful than than pregnant women. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I have. A, I'll tell you this. I have a sweet spot for pregnant. I'm gonna women, miss so. being pregnant. I I feel that way because it's again, nice. like there is nothing <laughs> except those couple of days where something hormonally very moves some some switch. Uh, <laughs> exception then for those days, uh, I think you are. You are you you really are. I'm really impressed. I, I'm Thank not you. saying just to say. I think I've been expressing to you how uh, how much I respect and uh, and how much uh, impressed I am with. I like having her in here. What are you doing? Like I really like like she's safe. No one can be mean to her. I don't have like any. Yeah, this is probably the safest moment of her life. Like. Um, I I can't lie to you. I I I always feel a little bit concerned. Um, I'm concerned about what she will be exposed. I think we discussed about this last couple of days ago. We had a great conversation about. She'll be fine because we're cool. Uh, and normal. The way people express and manage their emotions. It's funny. I find myself often like asking you, "Do you think that person liked that?" Like with with the way people manage and express emotions i'm still i feel still like sometimes i'm confused and i can't read like <laughs> you know i can read the business wise i can read it like more or less who well, i have in front of really me really intuitive and you read people but, really uh, well but with sometimes emotions sometimes really i'm very off i'm, I'm i don't very know off. like i i yeah so you're I usually hope, pretty good with reading women so it'll be interesting to see how you apply I that hope, to, the, uh, to our daughter you know I hope she's gonna. She's gonna love you. It'll be so cute. I hope she's gonna have. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel like enough to to say that she will have a great life, and she will have uh, yeah. way more tools than I probably had as a kid. So that for me already, it's a big accomplishment in life. Nice. I think you feel the same, probably. I do. I do very much feel the same. Outstanding foods creates a. Addictively, I'm telling you, addictively delicious snacks that are 100% plant-based and packed with protein and nutrition. All of their products are crafted by Chef Dave Anderson, who led R&D at Beyond Meat and created the Beyond Burger. All of the products are gluten-free. They have no GMOs, no artificial ingredients, no trans fats, no cholesterol, no soy, are certified kosher and certified plant-based and certified gluten-free. Outstanding Foods has two delicious plant-based snacks, takeout meal in a bag puffs, which are the first ever snack that you can kind of basically have like as a total meal. Each bag has 21 grams of protein and the nutrients of a multivitamin, including iron, calcium, vitamins B12, D, and E. They come in four delicious flavors, including hella hot, pizza parte, white cheddar, and chill ranch the hella hot being my absolute favorite. For those of you who grew up eating pork rinds, I highly recommend, highly recommend their pig out piglets pork rinds as well. Perfect snacks are great for on the go or watching some sort of game, movie, anything. Notable celebrity investors are Daniela Monet, Snoop Dogg, and Rob Dyrdek, just to name a few. Outstanding Foods has a 60-day money-back guarantee, meaning if you don't love it, you get your money back. No questions asked. We worked out an exclusive deal for our Everything is the Best listeners. Receive 25% off your first order. Go to outstandingfoods.com slash best or just use code best at checkout to claim this deal. That is O-U-T-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G foods.com slash best. Did you know more people are virtual dating now than they were before covid Crazy, right? With so much alone time, people are really looking to connect and find their person, and they're doing it on the app OKCupid. We're getting a lot of questions during these Q&As about how to date during COVID, and this is just the perfect way. In fact, you're 50% more likely to get into a conversation on OKCupid now compared to before lockdowns. 
OkCupid is famous for matching people on what matters most to them, from the type of food they like to the relationship they want, and of course, even politics. They ask you really thoughtful and provoking questions to get to the heart of who you are and what type of person you're looking for. A whopping 93% of people on OkCupid are virtual dating right now. So it's a great time to download the OkCupid app. And guess what? It's free. Meet someone great on OkCupid without having to leave your couch and go download OkCupid today. Hi, I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. We're the co-hosts of a podcast called A Thing or Two. It comes out every Monday and the basic premise is this. We share all the stuff we think more people should know about. So that's apps, recipes, books, the nationwide haagen vanilla bean shortage that nobody else was talking about. Our no one. No one. <laughs> our preferred vacuum brands, of which we have multiples, and critical explorations of our unique approaches to paper towel usage. Listen, we think you're going to like it. A lot of people do. And who's to say you'll be any different? Listen and subscribe wherever it is you listen and subscribe to podcasts. Do you want to get into a question? Please. I'm very comfortable. I feel very... <laughs> Right. Pia and Davide. Mm. She said, what a beautiful couple. That's Thank so you. Nice. I like when you read the compliments somehow. I'm, I, know I mean, people, I, I shouldn't say Shower. this because it happened to me last week. And now I think I'm becoming a local, I you say Pazazinese, because I'm Pazadinian. So I've been driving around and more often I'm tend, I tend to don't leave Pazadina, like I found my spot. And it happened to me last week, four times that people were like, and I love, especially if they're girls, they're so careful and not hitting on me. Yeah, because Very respectfully, they, they approach me and like, are you P.S. husband? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love your wife. <laughs> I think she's great. A girl stopped me. She was in a car and like, is it weird if I say that I love your wife? I said, I love my wife too. She's awesome. <laughs> and she started laughing in the middle of the street. And it's Aren't nice. We it's so always, lucky it's, to it's feel always that. nice. I feel that's We're what I was so trying. Lucky. I wasn't trying to flex on on on. No, but it's nice. We have a community because. But it, yeah, I feel uh, I feel that people. Uh, I, I it's nice. I, I think it's a beautiful uh, thing in a, this the, shitty dark yeah. world. To feel it's very nice. This, it's very it's very nice when you read the compliments. Like. I I think about those moments. You know, it happened. If not often, more often than uh, people uh, appreciate, you know, I mean, uh, it's not that that they moved that far, you know, from from where we are, like I stay in this zip code pretty much. Um, I keep yawning and I apologize for this because um, it's just because I'm very pregnant and tired. Okay. Indeed. P.N.W.D. I'm feeling confused and heartbroken over a beautiful man and I'm not sure what to do. We have been dating for three months and the times we were together felt so special. He was amazing and there was such a connection. I felt the happiest I have been with anyone in years. When we were not together, however, he was very distant and didn't contact me much. It was mostly me doing the planning. We're both 28, living in London. I'm from Yorkshire. He's from Rome. I knew I was falling for him pretty quickly, but I was happy to go at a slow pace. He's been honest from the start. His last relationship ended badly less than a year ago. He wasn't ready for another relationship anytime soon. These lockdowns have also affected his mental health. That's why he can sometimes be quite distant. We had discussed early on that it may come to a point where we need where I needed more and he might not be able to do that. Last week, we talked about how I needed more effort and he said he wants to try. Then he said he can't see anything long-term happening and he didn't want to let go of his freedom. He didn't want to lose me, but he also couldn't see himself in a relationship anytime soon. I didn't know this from the start, but I thought he was keeping an open mind and not ruling anything out. Hearing all of this, hurt and I suggested we end things before it got too far. This blindsided him, but he respected my need to protect my heart. A few days later, he unfollowed me on Instagram. Come on. She, he lost me here. I was about like... That kind of hurt, but I do that too usually to help myself move on, which I understand. I'm not sure why he'd be upset if he didn't see us long-term anyway. 
Anyway, I can't stop thinking about him. I wake up thinking about him and I miss him so much. I don't know if I made a mistake. I really felt like he could have been someone I could have had a beautiful relationship with. I just feel like if he was more healed from his relationship, that maybe it could have worked out. I don't know if I should follow my gut feelings now and say, you miss him, try to get him back or trust that in the moment, the best decision was to end things. How do you know what the right thing is to do? Oh, you you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what the right thing is. Um, to. Shall we? Sh- 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 you can take I? this one, honey. Um, I will start as saying that I will be focused on the good, and I like to read that. Doesn't matter for how long, but that the time that you spent together. It has been special. It was special. And I think you were lucky enough to experience that. And that is beautiful. I think if you put everything on a scale, you will realize that that is the most important thing. And I think you think my wife would be agree with me on this. That being said, if I can give you a piece of advice... So the first advice it would be to be focused on those special moments without feeling too bad about it. And the second thing is that things goes the way they supposed to. Mm-hmm. And forcing it or having those conversations, what if or what it would be when this happen, what it would be if you move or if I move or it 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 just damaged the, the moment. It just now is a special moment. So rather than yeah. building on those special moments, while you're looking for confirms, while you're looking to to lock that special moment, you are actually breaking it. And and the instinct it will always be for somebody to walk away. I don't know if it makes sense what I'm saying. Rather than building on those special moments, while I I put you on a on a on a on a, with your back on a wall, saying, "So what if this happened? And what what are you gonna do in that case? What is gonna be about us? And where are we going? Like those are moments. I talk as a personal experience. Might be wrong. That keep people away from each other because then here I am, like I'm trying to enjoy a weekend or whatever is the time we have together and going deep on that conversation. And I experienced this with my wife, with the woman that's, that's carrying <laughs> my baby. Every time we were trying to seriously to recap and, and to, to, to have a point of our, where we were at. So where we, so what are we doing? Where are we going? And what are you, what is going to be of us? Like what, what we, what, what we're building here. Every time we have those moments, rather than be focused on the special moment that we had together, it would it would just keep us well, away. and then would we it, we ended know? up at our best point where we weren't having those conversations. We were, okay, yeah. so I would say you like him and you liked him from the beginning. So of course this is going to hurt, and of course your gut feeling is to tell him that you miss him. So here's was my perspective with the Davide stuff, and I only bring up this because this is you know. I can't give you advice that wasn't based off my real experience. My real experience was every second I spent with Davide was worth the heartbreak in the end. So, you know, we I go to New York or he would come here and I'd have these magical weekends or long weekends and they felt like they were out of a movie. And my friends would say, you know, this is probably not going to end well. What are you doing? And I would say, I honestly don't give a shit because... It's just worth it. So you can do that. And, you know, it did bring me a lot of hardship for a long time. But what I did, and I don't know if you could do this because of COVID, it's like when you're not together, then like, I don't, it's like I kind of always then just kept like another door open. And I would like talk to other guys on Raya or like go on dates and like just make sure that I wasn't allowing my feelings for him, which I knew had like a 50% chance of like ending badly, keep other doors closed for me. So if you're capable of turning this into that situation, 
fine. I don't like that he unfollowed you on Instagram right away, but again, but again, I'm also not in his brain. And so I don't want to assume that this is just probably like a very simple coping mechanism for him because this could be like hard for him. He could be hurting. Um, So I don't want to judge him for that, but I would give it some time. Unfortunately, like time is really like the best healer. And, you know, if you still feel this way with some time past, then yeah, I don't think that there's any, fuck it. Life is short. Reach out. I miss you. Like, and, and see what happens and maybe him build on the, or just build another of those special moments with an excuse. I don't know. Like, yeah. Find a way to have a coffee, find a way to have a meal, find a way to randomly see him somewhere. By the way, it was this the first international question that we got. They, they live in London. They both live in London. So this is our first. Wow, this is the first like. <laughs> um, We've made no, it. No, but but joking aside, I. But first of all, London is, is such a beautiful place. I would really, and then I think that's the way my wife got me. Like, make it a special, no matter what. If he can yeah, be, the, the annoying be. thing is like if you do text him and you guys start hanging out, your only job, my cousin Michelle taught me this, is to be the coolest chick. Like, but like you can't just fake the funk. Like you got to be cool. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like my way to be able to like be cool and chill was to like have the best time ever with him knowing there was a chance I wasn't going to go anywhere. And when we like weren't together, I was like doing my own thing because I had to, for my mental sake, otherwise I would just pine and think about him 24 seven. So you really just got to be in the moment and fun and cool and just show him how wonderful you are yeah, because you are wonderful. Stuff, and then like happen, it'll yeah. fall into place one way or the other way. Also, if he's from Rome, get another Rome, get another Italian friend <laughs> and you see what is going to happen. First time you're going to start playing with another, with, with another, uh, with another. Yeah, if he finds out you're hanging out with another Italian. Italian guy. He'll propose to you at I a principal. I would tell you that, that he really makes it. <laughs> I hear him talk for general lines, but okay. do your things. Let him doing his things, and you guys, if you I'd say, give it a to, little bit of space. Yeah. And if and if you do, text if you have the him, chance to spend time good and make it special. Otherwise, otherwise it's just be, gonna hurt and the hurt. Yeah. Also, like if he don't ruin also what it was. Yeah, here's also the thing. Makes sense. Yeah, if you guys, if time passes <laughs> and like you haven't really heard from him, and maybe you text him and it's not really, then. Then you put him in this beautiful box that was special, a special experience. And you say thank you to the universe for it. You were so lucky to have this time during such a crisis in the world where you got to enjoy another man and an Italian man at that. This is fucking great. You had three magical months. You have now elevated your expectations of a relationship, which is nothing other than a total gift. And you avoided being with someone who is not your person. And so now you have more experience. You have a better taste of what you want and more doors are open for you to find your more perfect person. And you had a great time. So you had a great time. Italians are overrated, by the way. It's, listen, sometimes <laughs> I'll call and complain to our friends about Davide being a code red yes. psychopath. And they will say to me, it's almost like you married an Italian. And I will remember <laughs> joking, joking. that I married a fucking Italian and it's not all rainbows and sunshine. I cannot stress enough to all of our female listeners getting in control of your fertility journey and your hormones and what's going on now. And I have a great solution for you, one that I personally used. Because did you know that a single finger brick can unlock tons of insight into your reproductive health? This is usually a very overwhelming process but I'm talking egg count, menopause timing, hormone levels, which can indicate conditions like thyroid disorders or PCOS, all things that are good to know, whether or not kids are in your future. That's why I'm the biggest advocate for modern fertility, and that's why it was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. 
Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000. I'm not kidding. To have access to just basic information about your body. But modern fertility costs $159 to get the exact same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia, you get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on modern fertility. You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, your hormone levels, and other important fertility factors. The results go very deep into what every hormone means. You can be empowered by that information. And you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. They also help guide you as to how to talk about these results with your doctor. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, this clinically sound information can help you make the decision that is best for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at the doctor's office. So go get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Pia. That's modernfertility.com slash Pia. Next question. I am turning 32. First of all, this fucking subject line really pisses me off. What is it? Freshly turned 32-year-old afraid of being a future broke single loser. Uh, This negative self-talk is fucking destructive and horrible. No, because we need to teach her a lesson. That's like when they write on the subject like urgent. You know, when people like in offices email you like urgent, like a... 7.30 p.m. First of all, Tuesday, okay, yeah. just if we, if we're answering any questions here, the question, the what an- a nice happy stuff, the, guys. The an- no, the I'm answer joking. is do not talk about your fucking self like that because you're not a loser and you're not broke it's and you're not going to be single forever. Being single is actually- Being single is fucking awesome. It's awesome. And I think it's underrated. <laughs> it's underrated. I agree with it. Like, no, being when, single is insane. Being single is it's fucking beautiful. awesome. It's rules. You don't need to see people who don't want to see it. You plan your schedule only. Having sex is play. awesome. Having random sex is a very awesome. nice way to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> then you become like a schedule thing. Before you become like in the list with the grocery shop and like baby room and bills. I don't know why people... One thing I'm, I want to say one thing and I want to really say it. Can I say that? I think you care more than I will, than I did. Am I right in saying that? Like About what? About, about building our relation. I think you care more than I did. Like, I think you, you were a little bit more, um, I don't want to be single no more. Than I was. Am I am I wrong saying that? Like I no, think you care uh, a little bit no, more no, no. than I did. I like was like obsessed with you. And so we would when we broke up, and this is still the conversation that like certain friends of mine will look at me and be like, if it wasn't fucking Davide, who would you be with? Like it was so like we were so no, I loved being single. And when we were having our like don't ask, don't tell portion of our relationship, like I was still ripping and doing my thing and very much enjoying it. I wasn't. Okay, this is the second time on the podcast. Sorry. you said you were doing your things. Sorry. <laughs> um, what I mean is, it's not like I was like, "Oh, my time is up." Like I, we need to do this. I was like, I feel in my bones, you are my person. But I think that being single now is like if you're not flagged on Instagram. It's like, oh my god, you that's know, such people a like are bad, disappointed about. That's such a bad analogy. You don't have a flag on Instagram. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, I think that. it's the new, like, out of social media, I think being single is like, if you don't have, so fun. Okay. Can I say something? Okay. No, I'm not gonna do everything names. you're saying is stupid. No, I'm not going to do names. A friend of mine today showed me like, we had a like casual conversation. I mean, a coffee early in the morning. I like to do like all people. Do, okay. Like, just tell the story. And it's so funny. He showed me randomly. We were talking about like, you know. The life. dog is snoring so loud. Can you throw a pillow at him? And uh, that's that's animal abuse. No, it's and a- I'm joking. <laughs> and uh, he showed me the picture of this girl that he used to date on uh, on his on his Instagram. And what's funny is that you can tell that since they were together, and then when she became single, 
you know, the grid change. Like rather than sounding like a lot of like bikini. Yeah, obviously. Got a pair of boobs. And normal thing. Oh my God. That, and I'm, I was like, that's so fascinating because eventually she would get again another boyfriend. Picture we change it again. And it's like when you're single, you're like, it can go two ways. Either you enjoy it and you really, really feel happy. Or do you feel like the subject of this email? <laughs> uh, okay, let's actually get to the question. Right, sorry. Also, Gigi's snoring really loud. Gigi's, I love it. Okay. Well, I wish it's she was really, closer to it's the It's really record. unprofessional. The and poor Brian is going to have to figure out how to shout out to Brian. Every episode, I think we need we Brian to get shout out for every for every episode. What like, just have Gigi snoring? No, I mean like uh, uh, Brian. A Brian like, appreciation moment. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, <clears throat> Brian's our producer, and we just love him. I'm um, turning 32 this month. This month, very soon. Fuck me, I'm getting loopy in the brain because of the fucking child sucking the life out of me. And I've been a little down. I cracked at work one day and cried when I was alone. It doesn't help that I have a crush on the owner and I can feel he's attracted to me, but he's married. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) I graduated from design school in LA in 2009, worked in apparel manufacturing for 10 years, only to be 32, making 55 K a year in a tiny apartment with roommates. Single clothes sucks. Yeah. You got to get it. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Before you have an happy moment, it's going to take a long time. Making clothes. You got it. You're in a cycle. We have to break. In terms of your salary and what you're doing. It's terrible. Um, and I'm as single as can be and never reaching my goal of actually becoming a sick fashion designer. I don't know if I even want that anymore. I want to be married and a mommy. I thank God for my blessings and that I have found work given the state of the economy, but I am terrified of always living paycheck to paycheck in LA for the rest of my life. Any advice on how to elevate financially and navigating singledom? I'm afraid of being broke and single when I'm 34. Also, how the hell does an old soul who hates online dating is smart, funny, and attractive, in my humble opinion, find love in time of Corona? I wish Netflix would have been serious about... She's also... So, you can tell she's so cute by the scene. About fashion. You know, like one of those shows... how show, it fucking like, sucks. Last chance you... Like, before you make it to NFL <laughs> and NBA, you see how much these kids, like, how sucks playing sport yeah. and not making or making... I wish they would do a show. If somebody's out there, by the way, I just throw a brilliant idea. Like somebody would make so much money out of this. Like, <laughs> yeah, Netflix, big fan of the podcast. So. On to In, work yeah. on fashion, like yeah. how hard there is and how long it takes and what you gotta go through it. Anyway. Uh my advice in terms of like elevating financially. Is a whole podcast within itself. But you, I'm going to tell you right now, being 32 and stuck at 55, you need to make a big leap within the industry to a different fucking job. Because you're never going to, you know, if your goal is to make like 100, you're never going to, at your, you know, most jobs only what? You get like 10% a year or something, like unless something insane happens. She started in 2009? But so if you want to be doubling your salary in two years, it's not going to be at this company. I'm going to change company. So jump. You, you have to make like a big jump. And I had a professor in college tell me it was like one of like the one of the most important things I got out of school was like make sure that like, you know, and I had like, you know, 30,000 I had a salary that was 32K. You know, I've had like very low salaries, but you have to make extreme jumps to other jobs because, you know, some people really like to, and and, and, and it works for some people. Some people want to stay in a company where you can grow. But if you, if there's like an owner of this company, unless he's going to make you the president or vice president and pay you an insane salary, you really need to have like a very clear conversation about your growth within that company. And if it's clearly not, and you can do that by the way, without like, you don't have to be scared of your boss. You can say like, I'm 32 years old. I'm well, making 55,000. You don't ask for money. You sit down with your boss and you say, 
hey, I'm setting up like goals for myself. Yeah, like, where are we going? I, I sorry, your boss will will if you say to him or her, it is hard for me to be 32 years old making 55k a year in Los Angeles. That person, unless they're a fucking complete asshole, is going to say, I know it must be really hard. So unfortunately. You got to make a leap or you got to resign. Well, or like, or you need to take up freelance, which is great. Build out your portfolio in other ways. Which in LA is something doable. It's very doable, especially with Instagram. I don't know what you do within, we say you work in apparel manufacturing. Girl, if you know how to fucking do production and manufacturing, there are a million people who need help. And like a little, that's the hardest part of fashion. your biggest asset are not those 50K, but the assets you have to people I don't know if that makes sense like try to build what it could be maybe maybe even a jump on I would do freelance, freelance manufacturing and, for people I mean there's so many people who need brands or I would reach out to like somebody on Instagram who like I mean how many just move there, there's oh, I, I so much talent on Instagram people who like need people like you to man if, to actually make things tangible for them or yeah move but a lot of people hey, don't want to move out of LA Dallas. okay I highly doubt okay go she's not asking Austin. she's not asking for advice to relocate places where you can make <laughs> much more money than um in terms of being single you first of all obviously we already said this you are not allowed to have negative self-talk and I know that it's like you're probably like oh I don't really mean it like no serious it's like, it's still like a joke and fuck if anybody, I mean, I was like the queen of making fun of myself being, I mean, I had like, that's like what I did. It was like my shtick, but it's not good. So stop doing that. <laughs> and if you are at home a lot, since obviously we all are, you, I'm going to put you on a, a mandatory regimen of journaling right now. You got to wake up and you got to journal your negative thoughts immediately into a notebook. You, it's like the artist's way, kind of. You just jot everything down first thing in the morning before you get out of bed. You don't have to read it. Don't read it. Just get it out. And then you're going to have your coffee. You're going to do your emails. You're going to do whatever. And either after that or later in the day, you're going to write down some goals for yourself, even just little goals for the day. Like today, I'm going to not say anything bad about myself until noon. Or like, you know what? Today, I'm going to double tap on a photo of a guy's Instagram or a girl's Instagram. I don't know if you're single or straight or non-binary or whatever, but a entity who you think is attractive, I'm going to double click on their Instagram, on that photo just to kind of put it out there in the universe. Just and, sliding under the DM. And guess what? I know that you're a smart, funny, very attractive woman who also hates online dating, but fuck it. Just sign up for a site. OkCupid is a great option. Just get on some sites. You can always delete it. I did it for my mom. Just go on there and see what it's like. We did it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. You never know. So actually, they show up. So many people show up. <laughs> My guess. So I think that you really need bait. to. You got to switch the narrative, and you're going to have to make some sort of big change. Uh, and if you like, are open to moving, why not? I think I think if I can add something because I'm not really into journaling. <laughs> um, sorry, yeah, but you're mean, no, 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 last bit. I was about to. You're also really to, negative. Exactly. I think that because of that, what he, the only thing to make the difference that can make the difference is literally. It sounds like a slogan, but it is you. Like, <laughs> if you ultimately wake up in the morning and you feel in good shape and you feel happy and you feel excited and you feel sexy and you feel and you feel yourself people are gonna have that people are gonna get that from you yeah but you if got instead but you are negative and you bend your head and 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 you just walk around feeling sorry about yourself guess what that's the less attractive thing that's called manifesting that is literally called you manifesting know, like now some spring is coming you can smell it you know, starting, starting, change the mood. It sucks making 50K. I understand. I'm, I'm more, to be honest with you, I'm more concerned about your, not concerned, but I'm more, I feel 
you about profession, the, the professional struggle, because like I said before, and I'm, I was sarcastic, but it is a hard industry. And I think that social media really didn't make it any, any easier. You know, like there is a lot of people out there that today want to express themselves in, in, in the clothing industry and, and it's hard. I think if you go, I agree with Pia saying, if you go through the path of production and kind of exploring those opportunities, I think there are great opportunities, especially in, in you know, like in, in what this city can offer. Otherwise, yeah, I will, it's a, you, I will it's, explore a change. You might, that's my I think you, it needed. sounds you like you need to, to change. I think you need to move. change. You might need to change job. You might need to you find, need to, to meet somebody. You're in a funk. We got to switch up the funk. We got to change. Enjoy a little bit more of yourself. I feel yeah. a lot of, yeah, you got to raise the volume up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Thank you for writing those. It's hard to, to write down those things and to process it. I hope, I really hope that we can make you feel a little bit better. You know, like that we can lift you up a little bit, but, you got to react to that. Okay. This is insane. All those, are those all the questions? Yeah, you have like a folder for so many. Yeah. That's insane. I know. That's great. It's really upsetting me how loud the dog is snoring. Top of me. I threw my teddy bear at him. It didn't. He just, <laughs> he just, he, what? <laughs> I mean, he was in a deep, he was in a deep slumber. <laughs> it's too much. It's too loud. I mean, his face doesn't work. Poor guy. Okay. Ready? So I'm 25 and the mother to a beautiful and healthy. Congratulations. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and the mother to a beautiful and healthy two-year-old. Although I am extremely happy with my daughter and consider myself to be a good mother, being... You just got to drink your fucking ice water out of a Yeti right now. If I know about Yetis, it's because of you and your country and your people. Brian, I'm so sorry. Listeners, I apologize. We're going to have to start going into the studio and making this really I perfect. can't wait. I already expressed myself about the studio tonight. <laughs> <sighs> can't wait. I got the glasses. I, I got the look. Myself about I the just studio scenario. I started, he said. I recording myself. Oh my God. Okay. I consider myself to be a good mother. Being a mom has not been easy for me. When I was pregnant, I gained an extreme amount of weight. And then killed myself for a year to lose it. I went through terrifying postpartum depression for two months after she was born. And I've had to really put my career on hold. And I don't see myself really gearing up again, gearing up again until maybe next year when she's in daycare. When people ask me if I want another baby, I get a horrible feeling in my stomach just thinking of having to start from zero. Oh, God with another baby again. And it's a scary thought. I've talked to my OBGYN about the possibility of of tying my tubes at some point, because I really don't want to have another baby. I know it's for selfish reasons, but I really don't. That's not selfish. You're making a choice for yourself. That's positive. This possibility of my daughter being an only child is something that really troubles my partner and all of his family. We are Mexican. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, you can't have you can't have one child in a in a Catholic family. I'm assuming, and the thought of having an only child is alien to us. Obviously, not to me. Moreover, my partner really, really wants a boy or another kid. It makes him sad to think that our daughter will be his only one. I obviously feel super guilty. Ultimately, it'll be my fault that my daughter grows up a single child. And it will be my fault that my partner didn't have another kid. Even if it would feel like I'm giving up my life, career, body, and mental health for another three years, should it be something that I consider doing? Is my fear of having another kid something I should work on getting over and consider doing for my family? I want to hug this woman. I want to hug you too. Can also, I say having before? a fucking kid, you have a two-year-old and you're 25. So you had a 
child yeah, you are at 23 young. years old, yeah, which by the way is like, of course she went through like, I mean, it's, it's, it's normal in so many parts of the world, of course. And it was normal up until recently, but give yourself some ease and, and peace of mind knowing that you were very young to go through a lot of really heavy feelings. What were you going to say? I was about to say that I would not expect to find myself on saying something like this out loud, but going through this pregnancy, I think I've been supporting and present during your pregnancy. You know, we spent a lot of time together. We're lucky for that. I wish the same way you can find information about pregnancy or about babies or about being parents, I wish that it would be easier for people to find some comfort and information about like how to manage moments like that. It's like everybody knows how to get a wedding planner to, to plan a wedding when nobody tells you that the Monday after your weekend, your weekend wedding, it sucks. It's painfully like depressing. And I'm comparing like a very happy moment with something that might trigger yourself. Like nobody tells you that after pregnancy or after delivering a baby, you might go through those stage and you might struggle with it, especially at such a young age. You, are, you sound like a pretty mature person for your age. And I will tell you, having kids is the most beautiful thing. This in, is a, I feel very irresponsible giving advice on such a heavy. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like question. I wish, I wish it, if you want my advice, somebody would have give more tools to people to go yeah, through you, that. You know? If you just straight up want my advice, and this is just what would you do? What would I do? Like my immediate like gut response is. Yes, it is worth going through three years of hell to bring another child into the world. It, it it's, it's a child. And if you feel guilt right now for your daughter being an only child and for denying your husband a second child, it, that guilt will, will not go away. And you don't know how it will manifest. And every pregnancy... Every has, pregnancy is different. Yeah, it's different dynamics. So maybe you, the next pregnancy would be... You will actually, if you approach it and, 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 and if you go through it more, you know, in a different, with a, approaching in a different way, you might get, you know, you might. You I might would reach out to your partner and say, I mean, I'm sure you have. This to him, first of this all. This is why, yeah, I would express it to him I very honestly him and say this. like, I want to enter this pregnancy Do it with them. in a different way. Maybe, you know, start getting like a little bit of a workout routine going or, I mean, listen, you can't. You're not supposed to be dieting or losing weight by any means when you're fucking pregnant, of course. But I will say like me sticking to like a workout routine has completely, I think it's like the main reason I've been like highly functional for most of this pregnancy and it made me feel very empowered. And I cannot tell you what it has done for my endorphins. So I would maybe probably, maybe probably, I would, if you just... You hate saying this, but if you just are, if you're asking for my full advice, what I would do, I would, I would have another child, and I would do everything I could if I were you to switch my mindset and feel very prepared and empowered by your previous experience, so you go into this one feeling more in control and having a more realistic expectation and also trying to be like very positive and understanding that like every pregnancy is very different and trying to set up like a community and prepare tools for yourself. And if like you want to help for me personally in doing that, like I no problem like that. We, let's like get you, there's like so many resources we can put together between like Amy Raup and you know, Alyssa Vitti and Aviva Rom, like all these women who've been on the podcast, like you are so not alone. So many women go through this. You should not feel isolated or scared. There are ways to prepare yourself. But I, my concern is if you're saying, okay, I'm going to have three years of hell, but like I have this guilt, it's, it's a lifetime of guilt. 
you know, so say this second pregnancy, which it won't, but if for some reason it's exactly the same as the first, then you are an empowered, strong woman who knows what she's going into and can handle it. And you, I don't know, I just, a lifetime of guilt scares me, especially with your partner, because that kind of like um, guilt and he might resent you and then his family might resent you and resentment is just like cancer in a relationship. Also, I would say you are 25, but you are a grown up person now. And the first thing I will do is even before discussing this with your husband, protect yourself as a person and with your husband, you guys should protect your couple. You're not married. You are married to his family, but you're married to that man. Mm-hmm. And you make babies with that man. You don't make babies with his family or with your family. That must be your business and I will give you the advice to protect you guys as a couple mm-hmm. as much as you guys can. Yeah. Because it doesn't really matter how many kids they want it. What it matters is what makes you happy as a couple, what makes you being a couple and not just people that makes kids. And if I can be that person, that's an advice I would give it to you protect yourself and if that means to take a little bit of distance from the family dynamics I will definitely and gladly do it I don't know if that's something you can relate to you know like I will protect you guys as a couple I will definitely but if he I mean yeah I, I would go I would talk a lot to him about this and I mean, yeah, if you want to get your tubes tied and he wants to, you guys need to get to, um, you guys need to get to a good place, the two of you. But I, my genuine, genuine fear is truly that resentment is just not good for any relationship. And I really hope that you guys can come to a happy place where this is like a, a good positive thing. Um, that's my advice. Thank you, Davide, for taking the time to have this conversation with me. Thank you for having me. I always do it and it sounds like that I'm being sarcastic about it. Not. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Ciao. Ciao, guys. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.